The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Welcome back. We're talking Aaron Rodgers and the Packers today on Get Paid. It's our first episode in, Brad, I don't know, six months, eight months, something like that. It's been a while, right, man? Yeah, it's been a bit, and I missed you. Yeah. I missed all of you out there, and since we've been gone, the entire Aaron Raja, Aaron, Ra- Aaron, Aaron Raja? Raja, Aaron Raja saga blew up. <laughs> Dude, like, I... I know we've been texting back and forth on this, and I just wanted to talk about this because now we this week he's back in camp. We've seen the resolution, and uh, you know I don't make this like a like a victory um, lap for me or anything. But I was just it never made any sense to me that Aaron Rodgers would play anywhere else for a couple of reasons. And I'm going to hit yeah. you with this, and then we're going to kind of go into the ins and outs of it. Yep. Um, and, and by the way, Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide available on Amazon.com. Look at show notes below. Comes with free updates. It's the most updated book, yada, yada, yada. But I'm gonna, I, the reason I bring this up, the book and everything, is this. In the book, I did like, like I gave one page to Aaron Rodgers, and that's a lot in my book. Gave one page, to, I'm sorry, one page to the Aaron Rodgers situation. And I said, look, you're Aaron Rodgers, okay? You are... A lot of people are ta- talking about you being the best quarterback of all time. Of course, now it's Tom Brady, but like you, you know, five six years ago, you're I mean, you're absolutely playing better than everybody. You're Aaron, you're on the top of your game, even with Brady in there doing winning the Super Bowl last year. I mean, you're at the top of your game. Aaron Rodgers obviously won the MVP last year, uh, but think about this: Aaron Rodgers gets a new coach. Okay, Matt Lafleur, yep. the ho- the hockey playing Guy Lafleur, the hockey playing. Head coach, as we used to yeah. call him. I don't know, LaFleur. French-Canadian head coach. Not really. But Matt LaFleur comes in. He says, hey, Aaron Rodgers, greatest quarterback in the league. No audibles. You can't audible, he says to Aaron. Can you believe that? He is says, that you, a true story? True story. No audibles. My play calling is so fantastic, Aaron Rodgers. Living Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You can't check out of my play call. Now, they adjusted in that first season with Matt LaFleur. Um, Aaron Jones doing his thing. They get the running game. They make a run in the playoffs. I think, and you agreed with me, Brad, as a big Packers fan, they overachieved uh, two years ago. Um, and they end yeah, up getting two years ago. Yeah, overachieved thirteen and three. We both thought, ah, eh, you know what? They're a ten and sixteen that ten and sixteen yes. that caught some breaks and they're thirteen and three. Good for them. They run into a buzzsaw in San Francisco. I don't think either one of us are surprised that they lost that NFC Championship game. Well, yes. Here's the thing: that year, two years ago, they barely won a lot of those games. Yeah. And then when they lost, they got demolished. Like yeah. They, they got manhandled. So they obviously were a bit of a front runner that year. Correct. Yeah, and actually, that we actually watched the regular season matchup of uh, of Green Bay and San Francisco. Um, you were here. You were you were yeah. up in my my house, and we were watching all that stuff. And you know, we we both knew. And I know you're a Packers fan, so you didn't want to admit, it, but we both knew they just they just weren't ready two years ago. But what do they do in the off season when when basically their offense in San Francisco shut down Devontae Adams? Right? Yeah. What is what is Green Bay pack? And this is something we argued about all of 2020. Is Green Bay just do something in free agency or the draft get something in there to help Aaron Rodgers? What do they do? They bring in Devin Funches, who opts out 
for the 2020 NFL season. So that's where we are going into the 2020, that weird COVID year that we had last season. Yeah. They had nothing. They did nothing. What do they do? This season, I think legitimately, I don't think they overachieved. I think they were legitimately an incredibly strong team. They get their home game in the NFC Championship. And all they have, again, is Devontae Adams. Nobody can separate. I, I, you know, I'll give, uh, what's, it, uh, what's the second receiver's name there? Lazard. Yeah, he played all right. And, you know, every now and then, you know, Valdez Scantling will open up deep and, and all that stuff. So they had some opportunities. And yes, Aaron Rodgers could not, you know, they had the one miscue he and Devontae Adams had that entire season was on the goal line in the first half of the game. But you're you're Aaron Rodgers again. Put yourself into his shoes. You go through, you didn't get any weapons. You desperately need a weapon. Like one of these, I've, I've been saying all year, one of these free agent signings couldn't come up with an opening in nine plays, eight plays, nine plays in the goal line. I think they had nine for some reason. Like they had like a penalty or I don't know what the deal was, but they, they, they couldn't, they couldn't get the ball in the end zone because they didn't have anybody else other than Devonte Adams that could create separation in the end zone. And so what do they okay, do after? I, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So listen, I, that game, they weren't as successful in the air, especially in the goal line. Right. Mm -hmm. The Bucs were all over him. But I will say this. I disagree with the narrative that the Packers don't have any weapons. I really do. And I'm, I'm tired of people saying they don't give Aaron anything. OK. Aaron Jones. Right. The guys had 35 touchdowns the past two years. Sounds like a weapon to me. Devonta Adams is arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Sounds like a weapon to me. Their offensive line always grades an A. They do that very well in Green Bay. Um, and I'm sorry, Lazard, the guy's baller, and uh, what's the guy? MVS? Yes, Valdez Gantley. He, yeah. he caught a bomb in that game. The guy, he's got a bit of a drop season, but there's nothing wrong with these guys. I'm telling you, I watched them play. There's nothing wrong with them. They had the number one offense in the league. So what, what more? I mean, is there more than that? The number one, Sean. I I'm think sorry, they're... Like, I think that they're the number one offense in the league because of Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, okay. I, but, but no matter how good a guy is, if he was playing with a bunch of bums, I don't think they would have the top-ranked offense. So I don't know. I don't know. So let me, let me compare Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady and a lot of those New England years, all right? So New England, for years, was giving him like Deion Branch at wide receiver or uh, in Keel Harry his last year, um, you know, was his like big receiver there. Uh, Muhammad Sanu. These are the guys that New England year after year was giving Tom Brady. The year that Tom Brady had um, Wes Welker and Randy Moss. He, th he put up 50 touchdowns and went crazy, right? What I'm saying is Green Bay, right. those guys, like, I like Alan Lazard. I do. But to me, he's a third receiver. And when you're Green Bay and you're this close to the Super Bowl and you basically you're drafting, like, backup safeties over and over again, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, okay. And I don't, I agree with you. In the draft, do your thing in the draft. You got to play the draft and whatever comes to you. But this offseason was, like, one of the best offseasons for wide receivers, in recent memory, I mean, you had like Galladay, you had Mike Williams, you had Will Fuller, you had all these guys on that ended up with not really any like long-term contracts. And Green Bay, the only move they've made to date was this week. They traded back, or they traded to get Randall Cobb back. Right. Like, they make a move. They didn't lose that championship game because of the offense. They lost because Kevin King had the worst day of his career. That is true. 
and let up a, a, a bomb with five seconds left in the half. You know so, what? But you know what about Tampa Bay? Talk about receivers. You know what Tampa Bay? They have Chris Godwin, they have Mike Evans, and they have Antonio Brown, and then Scotty Miller, their fourth wide receiver over there, catches the bomb and the touch. They have they have Gronkowski, they have OJ Howard. They back this season. They didn't have him last season. You have Cameron Brait, Leonard Fournette, and Ronald Jones. I don't think they're the best running backs in the world. They're certainly not at Aaron Jones's caliber, but they're pretty damn good. Tampa Bay does nothing but load and give. Aaron, uh, or I'm sorry, Tom Brady, all this talent. I just don't understand why why Green Bay can't just be aggressive once in their organization's life. I know. Just I'll make one signing. I know. Just make one signing. It's like all people are really asking for. I can understand that. So, um, you know, and then um, I, did you catch any of the press conference that uh, Rodgers had this week or did you read yeah, about it or anything? Yesterday he had it, right? Yeah. And, um, I saw the bites. Yeah, like I think like his thing was pretty reasonable. He's like, "Hey, let me be involved. Let me recruit people here. This and that." And like, what is your take, Brad, as a Packers fan, about the organization and Aaron Rodgers? Do you think he has a legitimate gripe, or you think Aaron Rodgers should just shut up? Uh, well, you know what? You can could look at it both ways. So I'm trying to talk out both sides of my mouth, right? He is he is the guy, and if he wants a little bit of input. I can, I can see where he's coming from. Why not give it to him? Because who knows better than him at the end of the day? Mm. Who knows who has the, the talent and who he connects with and who's a good locker room guy and things of that nature. So keep him happy. Why wouldn't you want to keep him happy? And at the same time, he's not the GM, so he should shut his mouth about it. You know what I mean? That's not his job. They're not paying him at all to choose the players. Like, not at all. That's yeah. not his job. Other people get paid to do that. So, it, I mean, it, it may be an extreme example, but if someone came into your house, Sean, and told you how to raise your children, you would be a little bit pissed because it's not their job. It's your job, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think both things are existing at the same time, which is why neither side, in my opinion, is wrong. Yeah, I don't think I don't that, and that's why it became such a stalemate because neither of them are wrong about what they're saying. I agree with that. I agree, and right. I and you know that's kind of what I was saying in like my book and all that. And what I what I thought and what I predicted at the beginning of the off season turned out to be turned out to be true. Okay, and and that is that, and like you said, Brad, neither opposite like neither side is wrong. And what I've always said was this: Aaron Rodgers desperately desperately wants to win a second Super Bowl, okay? Right. And so the idea, first of all, by the way, and I know he wanted to go to Denver and all that, that would be the world's dumbest move. For Why Aaron. do you think so? Well, because look, Denver, they have a, you know, a nice defensive coach and they probably have nice offensive coaches and they have nice personnel. In order to get Aaron Rodgers, think about this. Like Aaron Rodgers isn't going there for free. Like Green Bay's not cutting Aaron Rodgers. He's not signing in Denver. To get Aaron Rodgers, you need Green Bay would get in addition to draft position, you know, like Bradley Chubb who Denver likes and you know is supposed to make that defense go. I know he's been injured. Um Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy or both. You're talking about getting like basically they're taking all of the offensive weaponry away from Denver to right, get right. Aaron Rodgers. Right. And then Aaron then what what position is Aaron Rodgers in? He's in a worse position in Denver, in yeah, my he's opinion. In a worse position because of his ego and his pride. Yeah, exactly. And because he's a little bit butthurt. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, and it for me like if you're Green Bay and if I'm the front office, like I would tell Aaron Rodgers, well first of all, I wouldn't have let it, let it get to this point 
because you know it, the the front office needs to have a little bit more humility here as well. And I completely supported Aaron Rodgers, you know, telling Green Bay, "Hey, go stick it, man. I'm not signing any extension with you. I'll move on to a team that wants me and that wants to invest in, in talent, like Tom Brady just did." But um, you know, if I'm Green Bay, I'm like, I'm not trading you for garbage. Yeah. If right. you're dissatisfied, retire. Go ahead. Yeah. You're yeah, 37. I, yeah, sure. And and you know, you could say that it was because they drafted Jordan Love, right? And that probably wasn't the smartest move. However, let's just talk about how the two years before that, mm-hmm. the offense was weird. It was clunky. Mm-hmm. Aaron must have missed about eight games in those two seasons. Yeah. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. people forget that. Everyone was saying, like, what, like, what's wrong? Like, our guy's not open. And, of course, that was with McCarthy, right? Right. But nevertheless, we didn't know that he was the problem. Maybe he wasn't the problem, but it looks like he was. Anyways, so they drafted a, a guy as a replacement. I'm sorry. Is Green is Green Bay going to exist after Aaron Rodgers retires? Yeah. Yep. Right? I mean, it, it's a business, too, and they got to look out for their future. So I don't think they should have drafted him, but I don't blame them for doing it. I don't mind. So I don't mind that Green Bay drafted the quarterback because I agree with you. I mean, one of the big weaknesses, and I think it's an underrated weakness in the NFL, you have to have a good backup quarterback. I, I was just about to say that. They, there's no, they don't value that enough because when Aaron was out and we had uh, it's dog Brett food, Hundley, it was dog food. We had Brett Hundley in there and there was, there was nothing. Yeah. So why not have a competent backup that you pay Two, three million a year. Like, why not have a, somebody that's as good as Fitzpatrick, right? And, and these like, days, these days, good backups are going for like fifteen to twenty, even like a good backup. Like, I actually, yeah. um, I know we can talk about this in another episode or whatever. But I think one of the best backups in the league now is Mitch Trubisky, who's now backing right. up Josh Allen. I think Trubisky is a backup. Is fantastic. Fantastic. He's fantastic. A fantastic backup. I would totally agree. And so have. Having a rookie skill mm-hmm. um, is it, kind of the same thing as having a veteran like Fitzpatrick. Yeah. If you put the guy in there, it, you could still have a 50-50 shot of winning a game. Absolutely. You know? And, the, and, and, and Green Bay in particular those two years, I completely support them having a good backup and then a backup that they can grow in the system and, and could potentially take over. for. I get that. My beef with, with that move was that they traded up to do it. I think yeah, that's correct. it. Like, if if the quarterback falls to you, draft the quarterback. Trading up for the quarterback, that's that's a little bit of a bad look. But more so, I, I it's not to me about like the the bad look for Aaron and and like why would you be aggressive and trade away draft capital for a quarterback? I'm not so concerned about that. It's like don't trade up for the draft capital if that's not your primary like need. And I didn't think Love was the primary need at that point. Now, if the if if they stayed where they were and Love fell to them, I'm all I'm all about it. I just don't like the move to trade draft capital up to get Jordan uh, Love. Yeah, I think that's a very valid point. I yeah. will give you that one. And, and by that. the way, when they drafted Aaron Rodgers, that's exactly what happened. They stayed where they were, and Aaron Rodgers fell into their lap, and they're like, "Sorry, Brett. You know, you're hey, you're still our quarterback, Brett. But we got to take this guy. He's he could be sure. the future, and he's so talented. We got to take Aaron Rodgers. That's what happened. This Green Bay Packers regime, I think, biffed it." Um, completely honestly, uh, they drove their truck into the manure. Uh, they drove their skateboard into the manure, or whatever it was. Another car, yeah, their yeah. car into the manure truck. So no, they um they completely biffed it. I think with with that. But again, going back to them, 
Uh, like Aaron Rodgers, look, you know Aaron Rodgers wants to win a Super Bowl. He's not going to win it sitting on the couch. His best shot to win a Super Bowl wasn't in Denver. It was in Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. It's in right. Green Bay. So, like, right. now in a couple of years, like, once his contract is done, I doubt Green Bay is going to get in a position where they're going to um, franchise him. I would hope maybe that Green Bay will look at trading him after this season, you know, if the relationship is still bad. But realistically, I think I think Rodgers is a Packer for at least two more years, this season and next season, man. Yeah, I, um, you know, he came out and made that Instagram post, like, this was the last dance. Did you saw that? Oh, did he? Yeah, something no, I like didn't. that, which I thought was completely ridiculous. I think that is ridiculous, too. Like, yeah. just get off your like, proclaiming it's his last final run. Like, I don't know. I found it to be a little self-absorbed. Yeah, but, you know, I think that's been the book on him. And, and honestly, yeah. like, LeBron James is considered to be that way as well. You know, I, I agree with you. Like, I, like I'm an Aaron Rodgers on the field. And I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I don't think he always handles himself best off the field. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the half-hour press conference yesterday, you know, he had a lot of questions to answer, so maybe it's good that they can put it behind him. But, you know, it's almost like I remember when when the Raiders fired Lane Lane Kiffin, I think it was, and Al Davis came out with like a with a detailed bulleted sheet of all the all the things that Lane Kiffin did that was wrong with him. It's like, dude, you're the owner. You did it, like you're justified in doing it, move on. Yeah. You know, Rogers is like going through this dissertation of of, of how the off season went and how he felt like wronged and, and this and that, it, it seemed a little bit weepy to uh-huh. me. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, I don't know, man. Like the organization has the right to do whatever they want to you. Just shut up and do your job, you know? Yeah. Shut up and do your job. And we pay you mm-hmm. very well to do your job. So, and I complete, and again, I completely support Aaron Rodgers doing whatever he could do within the confines of that to try to, you know, like I support him holding out throughout the the off season. I support it. Do yeah. do what you think is right. But at the end of the day, we all have a boss, you know. Right. Just shut right. up and just shut up. Report and stop saying it's your the last dance. I don't like that at all. I hadn't heard I that. Yeah, I hated that. I hated that. I thought that was so inflated and dramatic and like. And another thing is like, if okay, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you want to get out, that immediately deflates your trade value. Because teams right. are going to start lowballing, and that hurts your ability to get out of Green Bay, and that's your goal, right? Yeah, and you know, so it's shut funny. up about it. It's funny because you would, one would naturally assume, I think, that like, okay, Aaron Rodgers wants to go to another team, and then you would assume that all thirty-one other teams would be trying their their butts off to get him, but that's not the case. Hey, no, it's not. It's not because half of those teams have a y- much younger quarterback that they're okay with. And then what it comes down to is, can you afford this guy? What are you going to give up to get this guy mm-hmm. who's going to be 38 or 39, yeah. whatever it is, right? And so maybe you maybe you can afford it, but all of a sudden you got nothing left. So you really want to do that? You know, it's it's not as clear and easy as, oh, the best players available, everyone's going to go grab them. You know, I think what would work, and I'm just thinking about in the future, right? You're Aaron Rodgers, and, and I think Denver... Like, if he signed in Denver as a free agent, I think that would be a good team. But I don't think that they're better than the Bills or the Chiefs. I don't. You know? Yeah. Tom Brady signing in Tampa Bay, as soon as that happened with the weaponry and the offensive line and the coaching, we, you and me last year, we were both like, this is a serious team. This is a serious team. And they didn't even... They're going to be better, Brad, this year. Yeah, I know they are. Yeah. Than, than they were last year. And people yeah. really aren't understanding that yet. Because they yeah. everybody's just waiting for Tom Brady to look old. It's not happening. 
Yeah, it's not going to happen. So anyway, we'll talk about that in, in future episodes and everything. But I'm looking like Aaron Rodgers, where could you go? One one place you could go is San Francisco, but they just drafted their quarterback of the future, who I think right. is going to be really damn good. So I don't think well, San Francisco is an option. Well, they could trade that quarterback to Green Bay. They could, but then like, yeah, I mean, they could, but then you're mortgaging your future. It really all depends on what Kyle Shanahan and, and I guess John Lynch think about that quarterback this season, right? Yeah. So, but that's one thing. You could look at... Um, you know, I, I think there would probably be some interest in New England to bring him on. I know they just drafted their quarterback, but I think New England would be like, oh, yeah, let's bring Aaron Rodgers in. But they don't have any weaponry. It's going to be the same thing. Better defense, yeah. though. Better defense. Yeah, um, and, uh, I don't know if Aaron would be the type of guy that would enjoy playing with Belichick because it seems like Aaron yeah, you're right. has a whole lot of input with what's going on on yeah. and off the field. And I don't think Belichick would enjoy dealing with that. You know what could work? I'm working my way mentally through the divisions now. What could work is if Tua in Miami doesn't work, that could be fantastic. Mm, he could work in Miami. Because they have Devontae Parker, they have Jalen Waddell, they have pieces offensively yep, and a really good aggressive defense. That could work. Miami is strong. Did you see that their their number one corner? Uh, yeah, I did. Out? I did, man. Everybody wants that everywhere now. So Jeez, not, I think Green Bay should go grab that guy. I know. Because, Make a move. Be right? aggressive. You're right there. Be aggressive. I know that. And they would have Jair Alexander, who's amazing. Mm -hmm. And they would have. I, I. I'm sorry. I don't remember the guy's name. To be honest. King. Um. No. No. The guy from Miami. Oh. Um. Howard. Okay. Howard. And um. Just so they would have the best corner tandem in the league, in my opinion, because that guy Howard. I mean, he. He'd be He's your cornerback one, and then and then um, yeah. Alexander would drop to cornerback two. Yeah, I mean he graded out number one last year, and I think he had the most picks as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, they should do something like that. And but it just reinforces my point. Like there's two sides of the ball, and if one side is ranked number one, then that can't be the problem, can it? <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it out loud. It seems but like, if you're it's crazy to me. If you're number one, that doesn't mean you can't improve. And that's my deal. I agree, man. Look, like like Green Bay can move the ball, but the, when when you get into January or February, you know you go you get to, you you play against other teams that can move the ball, and you just need to always be improving. It looks like it looks like Green Bay is just constantly trying to be above average instead of trying to be great. Yeah, well, and, they they could uh, extend themselves in free agency for sure. Yeah, so man. They, they're, they're terrified of it or something. And I, like, I, I'm a big draft capital guy. Keep Protect your draft picks. Keep your draft picks. But there's a time when your quarterback is 37 and still the MVP. The time is now. Blow the door open on yeah, your, on your Super Bowl that. window. Yeah, leverage your future, right? Like, but Look, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be mad at all. If they went in with their current offense plus Randall Cobb this offseason and traded a first-round pick for Howard from Miami to strengthen that defense, that was also a problem last year. He wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I get you. But let me just let me just say this, okay? So leveraging your future if you're Green Bay. The Bucs leveraged their future, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. they just signed and signed and signed. But the difference is, is that in two years, let's say none of the guys are there anymore. Brady's gone, Gronk's mm -hmm. gone, they're all gone, and they stink again. The, the fan base, it's not something that they're not used to. Right, right. It's, right. It's, they've stunk most of the time. Yeah. So it's not like the whole thing's going to be a total, 
you know what show and everyone's going to be up in arms. It'll just be the way it's always been, but at least they've won. Yeah. But if Green Bay leverages their future and all of a sudden they're a dumpster fire and they're going to be that way for 10 years, it is not going to be a good thing. That's an interesting thought. uh Uh-huh. They have a culture of winning and they're not willing to just roll it all for this one year Mm -hmm. in order to be terrible for the next five. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and you know, making a move like trading for Howard, if anything, I think you could make the argument that it would do better because they have the the cap space to do it. Like, you know, there's always this too. Like when, um, I don't know when, like when Arizona traded for DeAndre Hopkins, and we like that move. It's like, okay, well, you're trading early draft picks plus you're you're taking on the salary, and that's a big deal. Green Bay can do that, and that's a that's an area of need for them that they could fix with a snap of the finger. You know, if Miami wanted to trade him, like who says Miami even wants to trade him? They could tell you know Howard, hey, you're playing here or nowhere. You know, do you want the money or not? Right. But um, getting back to the Aaron Rodgers stuff, so Miami, I think, would work. Um, you know, if, if Roethlisberger were to retire and Rodgers went to Pittsburgh, yep. that would be like a slam dunk. That could work for sure. Um, but there's to your point, man, there's not a lot of teams that don't have their answer. Like, if Stafford, for some reason, didn't work with the Rams, that would be a great fit. But the Rams made their move, you know? Yeah, sure. Sure. So there are. You're right, man. There aren't a lot of spots that could give you the the in, initial Super Bowl winning possibility. Like Tampa you know, was built already. They just needed a quarterback that didn't throw 30 interceptions in a season. Right. You know, another thing to consider is Aaron's got it pretty well being in the NFC North. He does. Because, he does right? indeed. He does indeed because the the largest threat is Kirk Cousins, and we all know how I feel about him. Yeah, I, I I think he's good enough to be a starter, but come on, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. He's nowhere near Aaron, right? So at all times, Aaron is the number one quarterback. You go over to the West and the AFC. Well, there's Mahomes twice a year. There's uh, yeah, no, there, I wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that, right? Justin there's Herbert, Derek, he's he's so Justin good with the Chargers. Herbert, yeah, yeah. There's Derek Carr, who I think is better than Kirk Cousins, right? Mm-hmm. So while you go over there, you maybe still are the the best quarterback, but maybe not because of Mahomes. Right. But I'm sorry, those six games, it ain't the Lions and it's not the Bears who haven't had an offense since mm-hmm. 1986. You know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. absolutely right, dude. You're right. Yeah. And by the way, the Bears, I'll have to bring this up in another time, but the Bears finally, Mitch Trubisky starts playing quarterback like a pro quarterback. And I say finally, like he's a young guy, so it's going to take him some time and he was raw to begin with. And what do they do? They jet him. They they, they jettison him. They said, get out of here. I don't know how Trubisky, he throws 67%. He he put up Derek Carr-like numbers last year. And once the the offense got taken away from Nagy and he let that his offensive coordinator call plays, the Bears' offense took off last year. Uh-huh. And what do they do? They get rid of Trubisky, and Matt Nagy takes play calling back over again. I think the Bears are going to be the dumpster fire this year, honestly. Yeah, you know, I. But come on, dude, we've watched uh, Turd Biscuit, and it's like I actually applaud them for what they did. They let him try. They gave him two or three years. They realized, hey, this ain't the guy. And uh, well, what you're right. For me, what drives me crazy is the tr- the trade up. They should never have traded up for Trubisky to begin with. Be patient yes. on draft day, and then they then they had to replace him with Justin Fields, who I actually think will be really good. I just don't think he's you know I think it's going to take him some time. I think Andy Dalton's going to start like the first half of the year and suck. That's what I think will happen. But. Yeah, Andy Dalton is an, another one of those guys where you would love to have him as a backup. Exactly, he's a good backup. Yeah. He's a good backup. He fits. Um, I think we could end it there, man. You got anything else? 
Uh, no, that was fantastic, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It's fun talking football. Yeah. All right. Well, Brad and I will be back. Um, you know, I don't know if we'll be back doing our, our regular thing where we're doing like the gambling and all that stuff. We'll probably just keep it high level NFL. When the games start, you know, I'm in I'm in some contests and everything. So we'll probably talk about some games and all that. But uh, it'll be similar last year, but maybe a little different, a little different. So there you go. Everybody have a great week. Be good. You want to get paid? Then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling. We the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday. Because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast. Got swag. Got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed up model. Don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real. Whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast never ends. Now get ready for the best show to begin. Let's go.